There is life after infidelity. My job here is to restore, not judge. God didn't call me to judge people. Okay, you go on the left, you're a goat, and you're a sheep. You go on the right, and so you're going to hell, and you're going to heaven. God didn't assign me that task, thank God. He assigned me the task of restoration and healing. Let's not forget that, huh? Yes, I hold you accountable if you are a leader. If you are supposed to be an example to the flock and you're failing in that, I have given you a responsibility. If you don't live up to that responsibility, I'm going to hold you accountable. Why? Because that's the way the Word of God says it should be. And there are those who hold me accountable. First and foremost, I'm looking for you to hold yourself accountable. I shouldn't have to come to you and say, well, I'm going to have to ask you to step down because your life is, is falling into question here. Bad example. I shouldn't have to come to you and say that. You should come to me and say to me, Pastor, I don't belong in a place of leadership because I have a problem that I'm trying to overcome here, a dealing, a sin, a situation, and I don't want to go into detail about it right now, but I want your prayers and I'm taking myself out. Now that's the way it should be in church. You shouldn't have church councils where you have to uh, bring up a person before the church council and say, now this person here, you know, the, this situation. It shouldn't be spread throughout the church and all the sisters and brothers out there yakking and flapping their jaws and talking about what sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so are doing. Am I where you live yet? You should go to the pastor and say to the pastor, you're my pastor, you're my spiritual leader. This is the problem. I have committed a sin. I want to be forgiven. I want to be restored. I don't want it spread throughout the church. Is this too hard for church today? You're going to be hard folks. You know that? But you know what you're going to be? You're going to be people that love because you're going to take away all the religious veneer that appears righteous on the surface. And you're going to live righteously. And not only that, you're going to live in forgiveness and forgiving. And that's going to touch people who are really hurting. You're not going to be hard-hearted, okay? Believe God for a better day. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Hide thy face from my sins and blot out all my transgressions. Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Friend, if your greatest fear is that you're going to get caught in that sin... You've already missed the mark. Your greatest pain ought to be that the Holy Spirit has backed away from you. And you know it. When you are sinning and you know you're sinning, first thing the Holy Spirit says to you is repent. Confess, repent. When you go on in that sin, the Holy Spirit does this number. Why? You say, you ain't scriptural. Yes, I am. Bible says, Grieve not the Holy Spirit who has sealed you from the day of redemption. That, you see, you can only grieve somebody that's a real person, that has emotions, that has feelings. The Holy Spirit has feelings, church. He can be hurt. He can be grieved. What does it mean to be grieved? When you're grieved, you're hurt. When you are hurt, what do you do? You back away from the person who's hurting you.